is your no bullshit guide to a happier life. Quick, but not necessarily easy tips to help you to squeeze every last drop of enjoyment out of your business and your life. My name is Helen Calvert. I'm a coach, a business owner and a parent, and I'm so happy to be here with you. I do swear occasionally, as the title suggests, so pop in your headphones if I'm not safe for little ears. Ready to go? Let's do this. Hello and welcome to this episode where we are talking about relationships. I'm going to be talking mainly about the intimate romantic relationships in our lives, but a lot of what I'm going to say probably holds true for other relationships too. And I will say, uh, as a caveat, I guess, I am a divorced woman. So you may have some idea of some of the things I might be going to say. (laughs) I do not feel like um, marriage is a sham or a bad idea or, you know, don't do it and everyone's got to get out of it. I, I don't feel that way at all. But I do feel strongly that there is a societal narrative about the way life should look. Perhaps um, get married, have kids, stay together, that kind of thing. And I have no problem with that story. I have no problem with a hundred other stories. I think what I'm keen to do is make sure that people know that they can choose their own story. And that actually there are no shoulds. There's just lots of other people's opinions and value judgments. But we can write our own story. And to me, that is incredibly important. So I'm coming at relationships from that point of view. How do our relationships fit in with the story we want to be living? That's what matters to me. So often I coach women who are probably around the same age as me, late 30s, early 40s, they're in a relationship and there are some problems with it, you know, I mean, every relationship comes with its ups and downs and it's as though they're constantly searching for firstly reassurance that it's not all their fault and secondly, some kind of way that they can make it all work. You know, how can I just make this all work? Because maybe it feels like a while ago they gave up on getting the other person to help with making it work. Um, And they are kind of stuck, I guess, in this feeling that this is my life and I have to make it work. So this is our mindset block for this episode. You can change things. You can change things now, you can change things in the future. The idea that you're stuck with something and you have to, I guess, make the best of it, that is a choice, but it's not the only choice. And you always have the opportunity to change things. And I don't mean necessarily by, you know, throwing in the towel and getting a divorce. You know, that is, again, one of the choices. But you will know from all of these episodes that I'm very keen on looking things full in the face and figuring out what choices we're really making. So you may decide that this is it. You want to be 
in this relationship forever, kind of no matter what in a way, or, you know, you, you might have certain boundaries, but basically, you know, whatever life throws at us, we're going to figure it out. That's a choice. You might decide that you want things to change within the relationship and you are going to do your best to keep the relationship together, but something is going to change and therefore um, perhaps relationship counselling or some other form of outside input is going to be something you're going to look at. That's a choice. And ending the relationship is a choice. And those choices are always on the table. Yes, they have their upsides, their downsides, their things to figure out, their concerns, their fears, their excitements, whatever it might be. But those choices are always on the table. And I think when we close the door on any of those choices before we fully explored them, we do ourselves a disservice. So on the basis that change can happen at any time and in many ways, rather than looking at where you are now, because most of us have got to a certain point in our lives and our relationships because of choices a much younger person made. And perhaps that person wasn't fully realised, perhaps they wanted different things. They're not the person that we are now. So let's start again, mentally. Let's get a blank piece of paper and figure out the person who you are today, well, Maybe not just today, because we're all subject to a few monthly ups and downs, aren't we? So maybe, maybe not on a bad day, but the person you are generally these days at this age. How do you want to feel in your life day to day? You know, how, how do you want to feel every day or most days on a good day? You know, how does life feel to you? How do you want it to feel? And what do you want a relationship for? That might seem like a really strange question, but what what do you want it for? What's really important to you? Or what many things are important to you because relationships can give us all kinds of different things. And I'm not going to be the one to tell you what those priorities should be. But what do you actually want it for? What does it give you that you wouldn't have if you weren't in a relationship? If you were single, what does a relationship give you that you wouldn't have in that case? How do you want it to add value to your life? Now, when I talk about a relationship adding value, that's because I feel very strongly that our most important relationship is the one with ourselves. And many of us don't give ourselves enough chance to really build that relationship. Rather than ending up in a place where we have kind of cobbled together a bit of emotional safety, a bit of intimacy, uh, a bit of practical help, some financial support. We've kind of cobbled that together and we're like, okay, here we are. This is this is life. What would it be like if we thought about ourselves as whole, fulfilled people with the potential to do almost everything we need for ourselves. And we might, again, we might not want to make those choices. We might not want to be financially self-sufficient because we've chosen um, not to be in employed work or be self-employed for any number of reasons why people make those choices. Again, this is all about looking at your circumstances, but looking them full in the face. 
But if we could be financially independent, if we could build up some practical skills around the house, perhaps if if we don't already have those, if we could provide ourselves with a good amount of emotional safety and manage our minds and our emotions pretty effectively ourselves um, the majority of the time, if we could give ourselves all of those things, what would we then want a relationship for? And that's what I mean by adding value. What is it we want that relationship to bring to our already whole lives? And it's a very different thought process, isn't it? From thinking, oh, well, I need this and I couldn't do without that, etc., etc. But it's important to look at that blank piece of paper of who you are now and what you would want from someone else in your life. Because that's going to help you to understand what it is you actually need from your relationships now, be it the relationship you're already in or a new one that you're looking for. We all have our own view on what a relationship is for, what it should look like. And I'm not here to say that I have the definitive answer on that at all. I do have an answer on that. And I'm going to outline it to you to see, I'd be interested to see what you think. To me, a good relationship, and this can be a friendship or a family member or a colleague, you know, but certainly for me, this is really important if I'm in an intimate relationship. A good relationship helps us to be the best version of ourselves that we can be. It helps us to grow. It helps us to reach our goals. It helps us to feel fulfilled and it builds us up. And of course, a good relationship, that all cuts both ways. So the person I'm with feels like I help them to be the best version of themselves and I help them to grow and reach their goals and feel fulfilled and I build them up. To me, that's really the value that a relationship adds. And to have that feeling that someone gives you that and you're giving that to someone else is incredible. But so often at our point in life, um, you know, if we're approaching or at middle age, depending on how we view it, um, you know, we might have children in the mix, we've got responsibilities, a lot going on. So often that relationship has become just another pair of hands or another paycheck. And we could potentially find that practical help or that financial input somewhere else. And it's about looking that full in the face. I'm not suggesting you kick someone out and go and get a job and pay your own bills. You know, that's a choice. But I'm suggesting that it would be really helpful to be honest with yourself if the main reason you're still in this relationship is because you need the financial support and it's good to have someone who knows how to, you know, change a tyre. That's fine. There's nothing, you know, you haven't done something dreadfully wrong if that's the case. That's not an unusual situation to be in. But let's look it full in the face because then we know what choices we're making. Is the story that you want to tell for the rest of your life that you chose to be in a relationship that offered practical support and, you know, perhaps you therefore sacrificed other things that a relationship could bring 
If you're happy with that story, if that's the story you want to choose, there's nothing wrong with that. But I urge everyone to know what story they're choosing and not be blind to it because that's the way to avoid regret. When you choose your story and you choose your path and you see it for what it is and you look it full in the face, that's when there aren't going to be regrets and resentments. Those build up when we bury our, you know, the reality of our situation. So let's look at it for what it really is. We only have one life, as far as I know. (laughs) I may be wrong, I'm willing to be corrected. But as far as I know, we only have the one. And you get to a certain point, perhaps midway through, or what feels like midway through, we don't know, do we? But what feels like midway through, where it's like, you've got to choose. You've got to choose how this is going to play out and what it is you actually want. And as women, statistically, no matter who we choose or what we pick, we're probably going to end up in an, you know, if we're lucky enough to live that long, we're going to end up in an old folks home surrounded by other women. We tend to outlive the guys. So on that basis, if we're all going to end up sat together looking back on our lives, no matter who we chose or what we chose, I personally want to be able to look back with a sense of satisfaction of my choices. I don't want to look back with regret. There's nothing wrong with devoting your whole life to a romantic partner, to your children, to anything at all. There's nothing wrong with that. It's it's not a choice that I have made, but there's nothing wrong with it. What I would say is potentially a problem is when we don't devote our whole lives to ourselves first. You are the centre of your circle. You are the central point. And after that, it's who are you inviting in? And apart from the fact that if we have children, they have to be invited in, you know, we, we are responsible for them. And I can't, I personally can't imagine a time I wouldn't want to invite them in, even though they drive me crazy. (laughs) But everybody else is optional. Everybody else is optional. You have no obligation to invite anybody else into your circle of of who you are. So who are you inviting in? Rather than just keeping the door open the whole time, who is it you're inviting into your, what's that lovely phrase, one wild and precious life? And I can't remember at this second (laughs) whose quote that is, and that's really bad. But who are you inviting into that? Let's look it full in the face and see what choices we want to make. And then if you find that you're not telling the story you want to tell and you've invited in people that you no longer want in your space or you don't know how to invite in the people you do want in your space, if you want to make some changes, then that's when my coaching can help, other people's coaching can help, there are counsellors who can help, there is all manner of resource out there to help you to deal with that. You don't have to face any of that stuff by yourself. But I would urge you to really look at it because a truly fulfilling relationship is an incredible thing. And I guess for me personally, I just really don't want any of you to miss out on that. I really don't. (laughs) So if I can help in any way to get you from A to B, 
if you're not where you want to be in your relationships just as much as if you're not where you want to be in your business or your life then please do let me know because that's what I want to do I want to help everyone to feel as fulfilled as they can well helping everyone's a bit of a (laughs) that's a grand dream isn't it I want to help everyone I want to help as many of you as I can So those are my thoughts relationship wise. I'd love to hear what yours are. I really think this is a very interesting discussion. And until next time, be excessively kind to yourself. And please remember to squeeze every last drop of enjoyment out of life. See you next time. Thank you so much for listening. It's great to have you along for the ride. If you enjoyed the episode, I'd be so grateful if you could leave me a review. And don't forget to subscribe so you know when new episodes are up. If you identified a mindset block during the episode and would like to work with me one-to-one, you can find out how in the show notes. See you next time.